Welcome to First Time Through Bookmark. Our place to talk about anything and everything while we read. Welcome to First Time Through Bookmark. My name is Otto Mullins. And I'm Kim Payne. And this is our fourth bookmark and also our season finale for season one. Woo! It's it's our third public bookmark. Oh, yeah. The fourth one. The first one didn't go well. And uh, it is in the vault. It will never be released, sadly, most likely, uh, because I don't have the technical capabilities to... Make it sound listenable. Yeah, well, maybe one of these days. (laughs) One day we can have something from the vault come out. Um, So welcome to our bookmark. Today we are going to be taking a small break um, after at the end of season one, just kind of to reminisce, go back over the last year and... uh, you know, there to kind of see Kim's curious if I'm going to change my mind about any of these scores. Is, I, I really uh, am because I feel like once you've got some space from your from the story that you might feel a little different about it. Maybe I maybe uh, mm, we'll see. Um, I am curious if I'm going to disappoint you or not because that seems to be a thing. We want to today go through. You know, we're trying to make sure that we have, like, a very solid, like, this is what a bookmark episode is. So we have some uh, points we're going to hit. I feel like, yeah, the intro then should be, like, you know, it's our thesis statement. This is what you're going to yeah. hear in the episode today. Um, so Kim, of course, is going to go over, like, what we're reading and what you're reading this week. We're going to look at and see if there's any news in the Steve-averse. We're going to look at the social media question of the week. And uh, this week, you know, it's a little different. We didn't have any question. We've been doing these big... Uh, campaigns of ratings and what you think and we've been we collected some community info and now we have community ratings for all of the books that we read in season one and uh you know we also want to know uh we have a we don't have a question for the next bookmark uh because you'll be hearing it in season two so everything for season two we're gonna start putting it all together um and you know we can finally announce with this season two will premiere on september 9th Woo! With a fantastic novel known as Mr. Mercedes. Woo! Yeah, right? Uh, when uh, I know probably everybody listened to this is like, wow, what a left field pick. We have secured our very first sponsor, and we wanted to tie in the novel pick to our first sponsorship. Um, so that's our thought process there. Um Make sure you check out some of the promos that you're probably going to be seeing flown around, and you might see what we're going to be doing for the first half of season two. Um, and just, you know, there's going to be a lot of more stuff coming up. So look forward to more of that coming on later here. Um, but Kim, what is what is everyone reading? Everyone is reading. Yay, everyone's reading, first of all. Um, right. Second of all, uh, Marsha Mullins... Uh, says that she's reading Allison Ware's six book series on the wives of Henry the Sixth. Um, that sounds like that could be some heavy reading, but also kind of um, yeah, fantastic. It, yeah, 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 it'd be interesting, and like it's so cool. Like right now, we have uh, the English Crown. It just seems to be one of the most interesting things that people could be reading about right now. Yeah, it really does. There's a there's a lot going on in media about that. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, uh, what is it? The Crown, 
uh, is yeah, also real big series, on Netflix right and, now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Jake Campbell Garlic says he was going to redo McKee, but Dr. Sleep drew him in. And I can I can understand that. Dr. Sleep is such a good book. I'm excited uh, to maybe read that sometime. That looks and like the I've never read The Shining. Obviously, that's the whole point of our podcast. But, right. uh, you know, I think it would be really interesting to read. Yeah, those are going to be great. I'm I'm looking forward to getting to those. But there's, I mean, again, it's going to take us a long time to get to everything. I'm like, ooh, ooh, you got to read this. Um, uh, he said he's going to take a break from uh, King and revisit Last Exit to Brooklyn by Hubert Selby Jr. next. Uh, mm-hmm, and Joe, mm-hmm. yeah, I've heard good things about that, too. I haven't read I've never, it, but I've heard I, it's really good. I, uh, I you know, don't know who that person is. Uh, so I'm going to Google them after this episode is over so I can find out. So you can find out. All yeah, right. yeah. Let us know and if it's any good, Jake. Yeah, give us some feedback. Um, and Joe Leaguer says he's reading The Dark Half right now. He went and looked, and that was one he hadn't read. So uh, he read that one and Blaze recently. Um yeah, he says he's he's uh, having a hard time getting through the dark half. There is a lot of exposition with that one, but I think it's good. It's the the overall story will be worth the the effort. And I imagine you've read that one a couple of times, Kim. I have. Yeah. Which ones? Which one's better, Blaze or Dark Half? They're very different. Um, as if you want to read something that's a, a quick read, Blaze is really good. Uh, Dark Half is a whole lot more investment. Time, especially time-wise. Um, you know, like he said, it's kind of a slog to get through the beginning of it because there is a lot of exposition, but ultimately it ends up being a really good story. So, But if I wanted something that was a, a quick, easy read, I would definitely go to Blaze if those were my two options. What have you been reading? Anything else besides King? Um, I am actually reading... Um, <coughs> our sponsor's book oh don't say anything about that yet what nope. else are you reading something else honestly i haven't had a whole lot of time to read the last couple of weeks moving the baby into to school and doing all those things i haven't that's what i'm reading i can't I'm believe reading. that your like newborn baby is going to go live in this middle school like that's <laughs> a very scary thing that you're doing it is a very scary thing, except that she's certainly not a newborn, and she's moving away, and she moved away to college, and it's so weird to... I have misunderstood so this situation, Kim. <laughs> I did not realize that's what's been going on. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's a lot quieter. It is, it is, and and I think that this week I'll get back to a little bit more normal routine, so I'm sure that I will pick up something to read this week. Mm-hmm. So One if of you're... those things will be Mr. Mercedes, of course. Bum, bum. I have to find a copy of Mr. Mercedes still. Oh. I'm sure. I feel like that's one that like I'll be able to find a copy of pretty easily, though. Oh, yeah. It's it's recent enough. We should be able to just pick that up yeah. anywhere. We'll have to go uh, doing some used bookstore hunts soon. Um, also, um, wait. Oh, man. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I've been reading, uh, in my spare time, I read One Piece, which is a manga. Um, and mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with mangas, which I have... A strong feeling that a majority of our audience is not also reading manga. Um, manga is essentially Japanese comic books is the easiest way to look at it. Um, 
this one that I like to read is called One Piece, and it is about pirates. And uh, it's really cool, because, and in particular, because it's on its thousandth and 22nd chapter. So, oh, wow. Yeah, he, this guy, um, his name's Oda. He's been writing it since 1998. Um, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's just been going on since the whole point. And, like, one of the coolest things is, you know, I've reread it now several times, and I just started rereading it because in the most like recent 10,000 second second chapter, he mentions something that's in chapter like 62. And so oh, wow. it's just like, I'm sorry, what? And so I had to like, and now I'm just Start going over. back and yeah. <laughs> and so it's just those small things. And like, you know, I think that these are the same things that draws me into the Steva verses. Like when we read uh, Breathing Method and I'm like, is this a tower reference? I'm pretty sure this is a tower reference. And then I'm like, man, I can't wait till we get to start reading more of the tower. Um, you know, okay, I, I do think that um, some of you might have been expecting Drawing of the Three, and I'm not going to lie to you, we did kind of say that a little bit, um, and I will say that this is almost wholly my opinion, Kim does not seem to like it much, but um, I would like to wait at least eight months in between reading each book for a couple of reasons. One, I think that it will be the way for me to closely and em closest emulate the way that all of you would have originally read the Tower series. Anyone that was waiting for them to come out five or six years, I'll never, I'm not going to wait that long. Heck, and no, God, no, no there's no, no way. No yeah, way. <laughs> but I can definitely wait eight months and like have the time for that book. Like, I, I want the time for the Gunslinger also to just sit with me. I still think about the Gunslinger, um, and I, it's just really great. Um, and so that's one of the biggest reasons. And then secondarily, there's already so many podcasts that are dedicated to just the Dark Tower and the Touchpoint series and like all of that. And for good reason, I get that. And that is just not what ours is. So I would like to make, whenever we do a Dark Tower book, it's going to be special from now on. We're going to do some new cover art. We're going to do, uh, you know, and you can already tell our Gunslinger episodes were twice as long as, the, as most of the other episodes because we just couldn't shut up about it. And I couldn't right. cut most of it. So, so, so much good stuff. Right. So every season, it looks like you should really expect and plan on one big Dark Tower event, because that's what we're hoping to bring to you. Um, yeah. And it's I, gonna, it makes it better and special, more special for all of us. It does. I'm really disappointed in the delay because I'm ready for it. Uh, I know. I know. I have literally I had it have, in my backpack for days. I've actually already read Drawing of the Three um, again. Oh. <laughs> and and I may have also already read the Wastelands again, so I'm, I mean you can I'm be real you're ready. prepared to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> I'm real ready. But we're gonna. Mister Mercedes is also a really great story. I really enjoy it, and I know you will too. And I know that our listeners will also enjoy it. So it also. Um... Just to, in um, the third point in, of putting Mr. Mercedes here and just like all honesty with everyone is Revival, the book um, that we did in, what was it, May, June, um, is our most popular series. So there's definitely a want for these more recent books as well. So we want to make sure that we're not just hitting the classics and we're bringing in some of these more modern takes, um, you know. Billy Summers did just come out, but we're not going to get a chance to add that into our series just because we already had so much stuff planned. Um, right. But it's supposed to be pre pretty good. Really fantastic, I've heard. 
I'm probably going to read that this week. That's probably what I'm going to read this week because I yeah. haven't even I haven't even cracked the cover on mine yet. I we bought do... it. It's laying on my desk. It's sitting here ready to go. I haven't even opened it yet. Here's what I challenge you then. After you read it, you have to, on a bookmark, you're going to have to do a spoiler-free review. <laughs> That'll be challenging, but I'll do oh, my yeah. best. All right. Um, speaking of Billy Summers just coming out, um, just to update all of you on uh, Stephen King and what he's got going on, right now there's really just uh, Gwendy's final task. Um, it did get an updated release date of February 15th, 2022. So we know next February is when we're going to be getting the next Stephen King joint. Um, <laughs> that was, sounded so silly. Um, but uh, I think that's pretty exciting. Um, oh, snap. Guess what happened last night at 10 p.m. Eastern time? What the happened? First episode of Chapel Wait premiered. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is the oh, short story um, based. It's a, based on Stephen King's short story, Jerusalem's Lot. And it's got Adrian Brody in it. And I'm, I... I always like to see adaptations and where they get it right and where they get it wrong. Right. Um, if you're a big fan of, like, faithful adaptations, though, the Suicide Squad movie, the new one with James Gunn, is one of the most, like, faithful movies I've seen in a real long time. But other than that, uh, there's not a bunch of Stephen King news right now. We're still no, waiting. not much. We're just, just getting by on what we have, I guess, for now. So why don't we go ahead and uh, we can get into these incredible ratings that we've developed over the last year. Yeah, let's <clears> let's <throat> talk about this. Do we want to start at the bottom? Oh, yeah, we got to start at the bottom because that's where Alrighty. we started at. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. Um, all right, so, 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 so. We'll go with the total rating. So we have our own Google Sheet, and I think that we can make it public and not editable, 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 so that way our community can see it as well and just not be in it, if yeah. that makes sense. Well, yeah, we can figure that out. Um, and I think uh, we're going to go, so how it works is Kim and I rate everything on those three points, and the uh, rating scale, just so we, to go over it now, and so that way we're all on the same page throughout the whole episode, um, at the end of every book that we finish... We rate it on three different points. Writing, plot, and it factor. Writing is going to be all of the actual literature. No, plot is going to be all of the characters and the story itself, what you're actually reading. Writing is going to be all the literary devices, word choice, and sentence structure. Steve chooses to tell us that story. And the it factor is that indescribable feeling uh, of I have to talk to a friend about this and you know I want someone else to read this and this is this a book that's going to start someone on their lifelong Steve adventure like we are like secretly all hoping is going to happen every time mm -hmm. every um, time every time and so it's something uh, you know that's what the it factor is I'm very proud of the name of it not going to lie um, so then we take all three of those ratings and we average them out between the two of us and we get the overall rating. And then we add that all together and we get the total rating. And that total rating is out of 30 points. Um, I guess we could just reduce. Or, and then um, we take that total rating and we divide it by three and we get our 10 scale. And that mm -hmm. 10 scale is, uh, oops, 
and that 10 scale is what we're going to be going by. So we're going to start all at the bottom and go to... And go to the top. Oof. Mm-hmm. So what and we're going to also share what you guys rated it as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have community and, and ratings for everything, where, too. where it compares to where we rated it. This is also going to be the time where if either of us would like to choose to change our minds, we will change our minds. Uh, and then we will reevaluate the entire list at the end with any new rankings that we might have. All right. So we're going to go into revival. Turns out. Ah, damn it. Hold on. No, no, no. I don't want to do it that way. I'm going to edit all that out. So don't worry about the cuss, the swear okay. either. Um, just take a second here, everyone. I would like you to cast your mind back over the last year. And... I'm going to count down to three, and uh, or down from three. And after one, I'm going to say the book that is ranked last over the last year. And I would like you to also say it out loud. If you can, if you're at work or if you're in school or if you're in a quiet area, don't, don't say it out loud. I feel like I shouldn't have to say that, but I'm going to to be safe. <laughs> I was just following Otto's directions. Look, I shouldn't be in trouble. I was listening to a podcast. Um, so, counting down from three. Three, two, one, revival. Revival. Yeah, see? It's easily the worst. Uh, out, uh, out of everything we've read so far, definitely down at the bottom. Um, so... Should we go over each of our individual? Well, I guess like the big thing is, is do you want to, do you feel that you accurately rated this one? Like, what are you thinking about revival? Yeah, I still feel like my numbers are pretty solid. It was my third read through of that. And I still felt about the same way from the first time. So I feel like my numbers are still pretty solid. Definitely. Um, you know, you gave it a five in writing, a six in plot and a six in it factor. Or a five in it. A factor. five in it factor. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a four in writing, a five in plot, and a five in the it factor. And overall, I I stand by this. I think that this is good rating, accurate. You know, I, in all honesty, I, I want to find a reason to bring any of these numbers down, just so we can kind of set the tone for not set the tone, but find more of a baseline because every all of the numbers are just so but, high for everything. Yeah, but I do feel like th that Revival is a middle-of-the-road book. I feel like that our, when, when you add all that together and, and divide it out, we gave it a five. And I feel like that's a pretty accurate, because it's a middle-of-the-road book. It's not fantastic. It's not the worst. But um, also, yeah, that's what I was about to say. But also, like, I didn't find some decent enjoyment in Revival. Right. And I do think, you know, we do have a listener who uh, is into music production and they told us that this was one that they particularly found uh, an interest in. Uh, and I wonder, you know, if it's because of those similar interests that they have. Well, I mean, I feel like that, that it is always something when you can relate to a character or relate to an aspect of the book, that, that it's always going to have a little bit higher standing for you. Um, just because there's something that you can directly relate to in it. Especially such a specific profession like that. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, we gave that one, like Kim had said, a five is what landed it in the bottom. So that's the thing, too, is out of the, what, 11? Wait, right? 
10. So out of the 10 uh, stories that we did for season one, the worst that we rated something was a five. So I will say, like, one, we obviously picked good things to start off with on purpose. Well, sure, because, you know, nobody wants to hear about the really awful stuff. I do, though. Like, I guess I'm just the... I, wanna, I want us to read the terror. I, like, I guess that's the thing, too, is I think I'm in season two, like, soon, or maybe season three. I want to read the Tommyknockers. I want to find the baseline worst book. What is the worst Stephen King book? Tommyknockers is what you always say, but I think that's what it I want. Is. I think that's what I want um, um, a question to be soon yeah, for I, a bookmark. Yes. The next bookmark question's already decided, um, but after that one, I think this that would be a good question. I think um, so too, because I'd like to know what other people. You know, I know what I think, and I know that the books there are books that I'm like, ugh, no, not gonna read that one again. That was terrible. But right now, it looks like uh, since we're and uh, so community rating for revival is uh, six point three three. So. Uh, I'm not sure. Let's see if we do this. Nope, other way. It looks like, uh, okay, if we do it. Um, so for the community rankings, there was one outlier. It doesn't seem uh, like we've had many other people that have read later yet. So we did not get any uh, ratings for later. So that one, we didn't want to just give it a zero, so it's just an N.A. while we give other time for others to read it more. Or while we give more time for others to read it. Jeez. Right, exactly. Yeah, we'll um, come back to that one here probably at the end of next season. Hopefully we'll have some uh, community feedback on that one. Absolutely. Um, but it looks like Revival is tied for another novel in last place as well in community rankings. In community rating. So it's not too far off. Um, yeah, I just, they didn't like it nearly as much as we did. No, I, uh, well, I mean, I think that the community might have liked the revival a little bit more than we did. No, I mean the next one. Yeah, oh, but you're right. Yeah, yeah the yeah, community no. definitely liked the revival more than we did. Yeah. Um, coming in at nine on our official rankings with an overall rating of 6.41 is the short story, The Body. Um, and I know that like most of you are like, how is this ninth place? Uh, and it's wholly my rating and plot. Well, it's our rating and plot because the plot for this story is pretty like. Yeah, it absolutely is the middle. plot. It's, eh. And like the only points that it really has is the character development. Like right. that's that's really where it comes from. Um, you know, after uh, a lot of. Uh, consideration and thought i do think that uh how do, how do you feel you rated this one no i'm i'm again this one is one that i've read multiple times over the years and i'm pretty comf comfortable with my rating on that um i mean i might bump the plot up slightly um just because you know those characters are really well um great George, uh, Gordy and Chris are very memorable they're very well developed characters but really I don't know maybe a four and a half yeah. five instead of a four but but I wouldn't give it a huge jump 
No, I, and that makes sense to me. Um, I just, my big thing is, I think for me, looking back on just everything that we've read, in particular the short stories now, I don't think the writing of the body is as good as the writing of the breathing method or apt pupil. Um, and when I look at other things that have an eight in writing, like we gave, I gave the stand an eight in writing. Yeah. And it's, it's nowhere comparable to the stand. Yeah. So I'm thinking, uh, I'm going to bring the writing in the body down to a six. Okay. Um, it factor though, it's still a good seven. I think that's a good number for me. I think that this is definitely a good entry story. I think this is a good story that you could trick your friends into bringing Stephen King into their life. Um, well, yeah, this is definitely one of those, especially after it was made into a movie, yep. that a lot of people have seen the movie and really enjoyed it and didn't realize it was Stephen King because it's such a departure from what he's quote-unquote known for right and you know i'm gonna rail on the writing and the plot a little bit just because it's not as good as the other stuff we've read but there's still like i still cared about gordy lachance a lot and like i still mm -hmm. cared about these characters and for me that that is like that's the king it factor like that like i want to like bring into other people as it's right. like hey this is not the best written one that he's done in my opinion but these characters and these boys and their struggle like it's worth reading and i think you should read it and see if you like this Right. I, and I do think that because of the movie, it does just have its own natural it factor about it because it's going to be a natural jumping on point for many people. Okay. So that's updated. And definitely we, we do not agree with the community on this. No, 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 no. We have a very polar opposite opinion on the community. But I would say, too, that this is just because of that natural it factor. A lot of mm -hmm. people are going to remember this real fondly as, like, one of their first Stephen King stories. Right. And I'm not, like, saying anything against that. I think that, that like, that's probably going to be the reason why Misery is always going to stay at, like, number two <laughs> and, like, be one of the uh, best books that I've ever read in my life. Right, is because... because... I have really fond memories of you and I getting together for the first time, starting to read it and like coming to you, like talking to you about it and like developing mm -hmm. our podcast through it. Yeah, um, it, it's it's always good. Yeah, I mean, and it, it absolutely has moved up into a special spot for me because of that, too. You know, right. there's always going to be a special spot for your first book. And, you know, that misery now has got a really special spot for me because it's the beginning of all this. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so with everything updated, that puts it at a 6.1. Uh, and you know, we'll go over the whole list again at the end, but it stays in ninth place after the mm -hmm. adjustments, which it is pretty does. nice, nice and easy for us. Moving on to eighth place. Uh, take a second to guess. Well, do, but the community rating, are we going to oh, share okay. what the yeah, community rating yeah, right, right. I was just trying to glaze over it because yeah. it's so different. It so is. So the community... Go for it. What did they give it? They gave it a 9.33. They Apparently, sure did, didn't they? everybody else loved that way more than... But They're just again, doing it on a, a 1 to 10 scale, though, is like one of the true. differences. The community rating um, is mostly just comprised of anybody on our Facebook or Reddit or Twitter, whoever uh, answered these questions on a scale of 1 to 10. We added them all up and then divided it by the total number of uh, people that participated. Um, and that's how we got these numbers. So 9.33. Well, and if we go by just the it factor, we gave it a 7.5 overall. True. You know, 
and and that's I think the point of this is what the community remembers is is the it factor part of it. And I guess for like a lot of these, like the, I think that that's the simpler like a simpler rating like that too is going to be like the it factor is going to be your miss deciding factor exactly and then you get influenced by your plot and your writing mm-hmm. yeah that and makes so, so much if you sense. are if you're giving that out and you're you're thinking about man i read that book a year ago or five years ago or whatever you're only remembering the it factor portion of it i feel like you know you're not really remembering the details and and the you know so i i feel like that that's probably a little bit more Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, and I think that uh, I'm excited to see more of these differentiators and the, more of the this differences in us and our community. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so moving into number eight with a total rating of 6.91 and definitely about to be changed, we have Later. Um, probably the, it, not probably, the most recent novel on this list. Um, and, uh, Kim, how do you feel you rated later? Um, I haven't had the opportunity to go back and read it again mm-hmm. yet. Um, and so based on my memory of it, and I will go back and read it again because I did really enjoy it, um, I think I'm going to leave my ratings the same for now. Okay. This may be one that we come back and revisit again in a year when our community has had a chance to read it and we've got their rating because I don't think I'm far enough removed from it yet to change my rating. I do want to change my it factor rating because I did give it a nine. Uh, and you know, my biggest thing now is like seeing all these things side by side and everything is I gave eyes of the dragon a nine and I gave misery and gunslinger a 10 and so I'm trying to figure out if the book later has that same level of it factor. Um, and while I do really love it, and I think that it was fantastic, and also I just don't think that the it factor is as high as Eyes of the Dragon or Misery or Gunslinger. Like, that is just too high. Yeah, I don't think it is either. Um, it's not a good overall representation of his body of work. It's a great story. And if you're into that, it's a really, I mean, it is a really great story, but I don't think that that would be the first book I would recommend to introduce somebody to Stephen King. Yeah, definitely. I think it'd be a bad entry point for him. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to bring that down to a six, actually. Okay. All of those changes brings it down to a 6.41. Still remaining in eighth place, though. Yep. Which is fair. Like, I don't think, yeah. And, like, that's the thing, too. Like, it is... I really enjoyed later. I liked the concept. I really liked Jamie a lot. Um, I think the biggest thing that gave it still keeps that it factor above um, a five, honestly, and sticking with the revival is just seeing the ghost light. That was particularly mm-hmm. cool. I think that was why the it factor was still so high up there, honestly. Yeah, was just absolutely. The, the just it the factor ghost lights and the touch tying light. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember being so excited about that, and it was really cool. Uh, but stepping back away from it now, um, that's really the only thing about it that made it special about the steve verse. And so, you know, it, it, it gets that middle-of-the-road ranking for me. Yeah, I also kind of liked its poking fun at, you know, another very popular writer who is not actually putting any writing out right now. 
Um, yeah, that was good too. And like, there, like, and that's the thing. I enjoyed later once you've gotten into the lexicon of Steve's stuff, and you were like, "Man, I'd really love to find something else to read." Read later. It's great. I think that that's pretty much going to be the case for all the hard case crime novels that Steve has written. Written, and I know grammar. Don't worry. <laughs> but I think that they're just going to be like good little things where he strays from his own normal point of view where he tries right. something different they're, they're those little one-off kind of things and mm-hmm. i think that but they're all really great stories i hope that later if i do hope that later is not a one-off i would like to see more of jamie the boy that can control the ghost light that would be pretty cool i feel like that would also be pretty cool um and that's why i think too the writing for me is going to stay so high i think any of these things where we watch stephen king try something different create something new like uh um, you know, uh, Eyes of the Dragon for me, you know, is going to stay up high in the writing because it's him writing this young adult fantasy. That's so cool. I love that idea. Like, like he's trying actively to better and change, like, who he is as a writer, and it's great. Well, and to just write something that is not expected. Yeah. And I think that that is um, a great gift for him to have. Mm-hmm. So, moving in at number seven for... Um a total of seven points, we have Apt Pupil. Uh, the second story in uh, different season pops up here. Um, and, you know, we did break up each season, every, each individual um, story of different seasons into its own ranking. Um, as you voted on next season, we will be reading The Green Mile throughout season two. Um, However, I don't feel that The Green Mile will be a book that we will rate every single serial. Um, no, I think that that one is going to end up with an overall rating. Yeah, and I'm very excited about it. We both own it in the serials, so we're going to read through it in the serials. It's going to be very fun. Um, it will be. But uh, we did do it for this one just because that was how we had set up season one, and we didn't want to break that tradition at this point. So Apt Pupil, um, looking at these ratings... I'm fine with them. I loved Apt Pupil. Thought it was great. Uh, the writing was a solid middle of the road. There's nothing particularly spectacular. The plot, however, was where it really like changed it for me. You know, mm-hmm. the, the characters were really, really well developed. I really cared about the Nazi in some ways for some reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, he was, the he way was he trying was written, he was so hard. In yeah. such a weird way. He was trying so hard to be a good person, and then this little boy is just like, no, 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 I'm going to awaken the monster in you again. And you can just tell that he's like, no, please don't. I don't want this. Uh, And the it factor, I just like, it's so like, if anybody was ever just like, man, I want to read something that's going to like shock me a little bit. I'm going to be like, read after people. It's wild. You're going to be like, what? Like, it's so good. And honestly, I think that's the spot I'm going to change it. Because I only gave it a seven in it factor, and I think I'm going to give it an eight instead. Mm -hmm. Because you're right. It is one of those that can make a, it can make a big difference. Oh yeah. Um, and for me, other than that though, I'm really like I look at my other eights and I got Shawshank at an eight. Um, that's really the only other eight we got. And then mm-hmm. uh, Body and Breathing Method are both at a seven, so it's got good company in that. I feel good with that. Yeah, I like that ranking. Yeah. I'm real. I, I'm real comfortable with that. So that gives it an overall seven point three three. Oh, bringing it up quite a bit too. Yeah. 
Yeah, alrighty. Um, and so the community ranking for this one, uh, we actually we're we're all kind of aligned on this one. Community gave mm -hmm. it an eight point three three overall. Yeah, so we're not too far off there. Yeah, and I think that this is just it's a it's a solid story. It is. Um, and I think too, it is one of those where you're going to talk about it afterwards with someone. You're going to bring you know, it up and be like, oh, I just read this wild short story. Can I tell you about it? Right, which is, I think, why it deserved a little bit higher it factor for me. Because it is one of those, you know, I just read the craziest thing. Yeah, exactly. You should check this out. <laughs> and uh, apt people, um, it's in different seasons. Go read it. Um, I feel like most of us have at this point. Mm, clocking in at number six with an overall rating of 7.5, which I agree with wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Eyes of the Dragon. Um, beloved by us here on First Time Through. Not particularly cared for in our community. No, and, and I don't understand that. And I, I, But at the, the same time, I come back to, you know, we, we've got a listener who is a audio engineer who really enjoyed revival for me i think that eyes of the dragon when i read it i was the same age as his daughter was when he wrote it for her right i think one person in particular commented i think it was jake and said i don't care much for these uh for um crime novels like this these mystery novels like these uh, um, mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to remember exactly what word he was um, but I, I understand there's a certain giant portion of this novel that is Peter just trying to figure out how to get himself out of this situation um, and I can see like if you're not into the mystery aspect and you don't care about the crime parts and you don't want to like do all of the like especially the courtroom drama part of eyes of the dragon i can see where that would really drag it down for you yes um, absolutely and uh i will say though the community rating was still only a 6.33 like it's right, not too so it's far not off like from they ours. hated it uh -uh. um let's see it just also wasn't their favorite yeah exactly um, it factor for me was real high at a nine. Um, and that's the only number I'm thinking about changing, honestly, looking at, uh, and I just loved it a lot though. And it was really fantastic. Yeah. When you look at the other things that I have though, misery, gunslinger, eyes, dragon, apt pupil, raw, uh, Shawshank redemption, like eyes of the dragon should not be in that. Like this, I shouldn't be saying eyes of the dragon with those novel or with those stories in my opinion. Does that make sense? It does. It uh, does. So are you going to take that down a little bit? I think I am. I think I'm going to bring it down to a seven. Bring it on par. Oh, wow. With uh, the body and breathing method. Um, I also don't think, too, um, I think any the it factor for me is uh, something we've touched on a little bit more in this than I've realized we've ever done before, is it's how well is it going to be um, a new reader's first touch point? Right. Um, and I don't think if we were to give someone Eyes of the Dragon, they would be particularly stoked when they read Pet Cemetery next. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? It would just be a little misleading for me. So that's why I'm, I want to bring that down a little bit. So that does bring down the overall rating just a little bit to 7.17 for Oof. us. Yeah. And what that does, group, 
is knock it down to sixth place. Um, community ranking was a 6.33, which is uh, pretty solid, in my opinion. Um, you know, especially with some of the opinions that you guys had all put out there. Um, I think that there was one or two other people that really enjoyed it just as much as we did that brought it up significantly, too. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, moving into number fifth. Number fifth. Moving into the fifth <laughs> position <laughs> is Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Um, Kim, how do you feel you rated this one? No, I'm going to stick with that one. 100%. I loved this one. Um, yeah. Kim and I, we both gave it a 10 in writing, and it is a 10 in writing. It is the most, it is the warmest, most inviting tale I've ever read before. Um, I'm rooting for every single character in it. I love them deeply, uh, you know, and I hate the ones that I'm supposed to hate. It's just, it's, right. it's a, it's a masterclass in writing, honestly. It truly is. It really is. And I mean, to, to, and in like 140 that much, pages. Right. That's exactly where I was going with really? to, yeah. to have that much passion about the characters, good, bad, or otherwise in 140 pages is just blows my mind. So I'm absolutely going to leave that right where it is. Plot yeah. uh, seven and six each uh, respectively. Um, it's, you know, the plot isn't, it's about a man escaping from prison. There's some cool twists and turns and you definitely like the way that it's told to you is great. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, or, well, I guess we got that mixed up. The writing is the, the characters are supposed to be in the plot, but I guess more of the writing is just like so good that it makes those characters like that good. This, yeah. And this, I think we explained it pretty well in the episode. Um, it factor, we both gave it an eight. It's a great entry point. It's got its own natural it factor because of its fantastic movie. And mm -hmm. the writing is astounding. I know that this one, um, you know, we have a, uh, um, a listener and a friend of Kim's who teaches this in a school unit because of like the quality of writing and the story itself. Right. And at high school. Yeah. At high school yeah. level. So it's really, it's a, it's just such a great story. And you know, I feel like that that definitely contributes to our writing being a 10. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and overall, it landed with an 8.16, which mm -hmm. is uh, the second highest story in uh, different seasons, which I know will probably shock a lot of you. Um, but I think that, yeah, um, community ranking, uh, no surprise, honestly, gave it a straight 10. Uh, absolutely. Everybody loves this story. And I think that if we were just ranking it on a scale of 1 to 10, we'd probably give it a 10, too. Um, it's just got all... We just got... That's exactly why we don't have a scale of 1 to 10, though. So what way we can... Right. Sure we have we, to have... To give it a little bit more depth. Yeah. Variety. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> well, dimension. and I think... Again, I think that part of this is with the community and is because it is such a memorable movie, too. Oh my! And it's such a good movie too. So I think that that makes the overall it factor higher in the general community, just like the body. Yeah. Um, and uh, so just might as well just get right into it. Number four, uh, coming in with eight point five, so just barely beating out Shawshank Redemption is the Breathing Method. Um, so not far behind it is the final story of uh, different seasons. Um. We, we Kim gave it a nine to nine and eight, and I gave it a nine to nine and a seven. Kim, how do you feel about those ratings? I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah, no, I feel good about mine. Um, the writing in particular, it, like again, I think that that's what's so good about different seasons. It is, 
in some ways, like every single story is like a masterclass in writing in something, you know, uh, and it, so yes. it's fantastic. Um, the plot for me was fantastic. It was great. It was just the way that it was delivered, the way that it was uh, uh, the characters um, mm -hmm. and also the story itself was pretty unique and different. It was not uh, a story I'd honestly ever I mean, parts of it were obviously things I'd heard before, but the story itself, its build and makeup were just something completely unique in and of itself. Right. And the twist was... 10 out of 10. Wow. Right. It was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Um, it Factor, we, it is not ranking as high. Uh, Kim gave it an 8 and I gave it a 7. Um, just because it's it's not a good jumping on point. It doesn't have any following. There's no movie, actually. It's the only one in the set of different seasons without its own movie, which is why Kim and I are going to have to change that. And, yes, we are. And frankly, it's just, honestly, that could be a good stage play, dude. It's just not one, two, that I could be like, read this, and then you're going to want to read more Stephen King. Right. It, it is definitely not that book. But right. it is such a great story. And it's also a little weird, so... And, and kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, coming in at number three. Oh, and wait. Our, we didn't give our, oh, our yeah, community, community rating on that. Sorry, the sorry, sorry. The community only gave it an eight. Which isn't which far is, off from us. Which isn't far off from us. And, and again, I totally understand that for all those same reasons. You know, there's not a movie. It's not a widely known story because it's in within another book. It's not something that you can just pick up off the shelf and go, oh, well, this is an easy read because it's only 130 pages. Well, and frankly, it's also right behind The Body, Apt Pupil, and Shawshank Redemption. So mm -hmm. it makes sense that, like, you know, you read through those stories and you just kind of get distracted and you want to talk about those ones and you never really get to The Breathing Method. Uh, right. But The Breathing Method is fantastic. It's worth getting to. I really loved it a lot. Yeah. Um, so coming in at, at third place with a rating of, oh, uh, 8.5, mm -hmm. which is actually the exact same rating as The Breathing Method, if you'll notice. So third yeah, and so fourth place. But this one does have a higher community ranking, while also it does have a 10 in one of its categories. And that book is The Stand. Kim, how do you feel about your rankings? And I love The Stand. <laughs> Um, I gave it a nine in writing and a 10 in plot and an eight in it factor. And I, I mean, the only thing, if I was going to change something, I would probably make the it factor a nine because it is a good spot to go into the Stephen King universe. Here's the thing I'm about to say. It's the worst spot to come into the Stephen King oh, universe. Oh, no, no. Because you have to finish a 1,200-page novel. And that took yeah. us two and a half months. I mean, you can't, yeah. like, that's And that's the reason why, like, my six is I feel pretty representative of it. It, it is not, like, yeah, there's so much media about it. It's so well-known. But if you want to get somebody into the Steve-averse of novels... You're not gonna do it with the stand. Yeah, you're you're probably right. You're probably and that's, right. I, I, I that's and that's the biggest so that's the that's the only reason that the if factor in the writing are so low for me is just because he shows what he can do in hundred and forty pages is in hundred and forty pages in Shawshank. Right. 
and then in the stand there are pages he just squanders like a hundred percent just squanders I mean, that's that's a valid point i'll leave it at an eight oh that that's you valid. can change i I, no, I think that what no, you're saying think... is also valid because i do think that you know somebody could watch the stand and they could see alexander skarsgård and they'd want to read all about randy and i think that like if that's the thing is the stand is just a gamble about getting someone into the Steveaverse. It is yes. a 50 50 shot. If they finish that book, you got them lock and load. Like they're done forever. for, they're going to, yeah, they're going to be borrowing the rest of your bookshelf. Yes. If they never finish it, they're probably never going to read one of his books again because they're just going to remember the time they didn't finish that other one. Right. And, and I you think know, that there but are, I think that the, that the story is engaging enough, but oh, again, it deserves it's, like, it's, it's kind of like plot. Yeah. It's, plot is a 10 for sure and that's why the writing still stays as an eight because like i hate franny i love larry underwood like i would get a larry underwood tattoo dude i loved right. that man so much and like i will always remember like the story of like reading through it and like discussing it with you and then hearing uh people just get frustrated about like my opinions or like laughing at like my guesses at like what was going to happen there were just so many good things about it and like it deserves its 10 in its writing it just Maybe it, I'm being too harsh with the six, and that's true. I do think that maybe, okay, I do. I think I'm gonna. I talked myself into bringing it up to a seven, because I'm and not maybe not even a seven. Let me look real quick. I think we're gonna bring it up to an eight. Okay. Because I am putting um, apt pupil and Shawshank in, and I don't think it's fair to if my only complaint about the it factor is going to exclusively be that it's so long I can't convince someone to read it then like that's just the gamble points so i can't take away four points for that i only can take away like a point or two at most so i feel good about this i feel much better that about makes that. sense that yeah. that brings that rating up to a oh the overall rating up to a nine which is what, really in line with what the community has to say as well which is an 8.88 from the community yeah um it's just i i mean I've gone back to it so many times. I've read The Stand so many times, and I know that there are a lot of people that have. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, I was just talking to a friend the other day. She's like, you know, I actually just watched the 1994 miniseries the other day, and, and I, I think I'm going to read it again. So I know that it's that there's a lot of people out there that do that. And I hear that, but we got the it factor has got to also be, can we convince someone to join our cult? That's true. Then so like that's why it loses a few points for me. Um, yeah, it, it's and you're right though. It is particularly it is, it is going to be the uh, like Gilgamesh meth epic of our time essentially. Like mm -hmm. it is a modern epic. It's one of the only ones. It is. It is absolutely a modern epic. Especially because it's like one of the largest single bound books of all time. Um, so good for you, Steve. And, like, that's what I say, though. I think that Steve did squander some pages in the uncut, edited, unedited edition of The Stand. And I think that I would I do want to maybe, you know, sometime down the road we'll read the edited version and see how the rankings would compare to the unedited version. Yes. Because I'm curious how well it, the characters are developed in that version comparatively. Yeah, I have read the, the original edited version, and it's still really good. And there are things that were added back in that made it better, but the the kid portion of it, they could have left that out. He could have left that out, and it wouldn't have bothered me. Yeah, I like I like Trash Can Man's journey through Colorado, 
and the yes. wolves. I like that the wolves and like the dark man help him. I think that's a good like illusion to show like all of like why he's been able to survive so as long as he has. Um, but I, I don't know. Well, and like, yeah, we didn't even talk about it much in the stand. I think we like skipped over all of it too. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm, uh, if you want to hear us talk more about the stand, we have been watching the mini series from 2020 over on our Patreon, which will be uh, ending here in the next month or two. Um, and then we're going to be uh, just trying to figure out uh, in general what we could be doing as digital exclusives on Patreon for our episodes. Um, so let us know if you have anything in particular that you want to hear. Because moving in to number two with a rating of 9.16, the novel that started it all, Misery. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about your rankings? Oh, my gosh. I, they're solid. I, I'm going to leave that right where it is. I love yeah. misery. Uh, I'm actually going to change mine quite a bit. Um, I'm going to bring my plot all the way up to a nine. 100% mm -hmm. bringing it up to a nine. You know, I'm looking at breathing method. I'm looking at uh, the stand. I'm looking at gunslinger. And, like, there's no reason misery. Like, the plot of misery, Paul Sheldon and Annie, like, are such good characters. Yes, they and are. And the story of it is brilliant. Um, I do want to bring my writing down to a nine i do think that i don't think that it is on tier with shawshank or gunslinger um i do think that it is definitely still like one of the best ones though does that make sense yep um i'm nine, sorry to make it do ten for you nine no, nine okay. and ten i just, I'm, I'm curious if this is going to knock keep it in second place or not I didn't mean to do that. Oh, no. I hope it stays in second place. I really want it to. Oh, yeah. I'm anxiously it's... watching you change the numbers. Hey, okay. Whew. Yeah, it absolutely kept it in second place. Cause... That gives it an overall well, rating. Because where you added and subtracted actually it's brought moved it up. It up. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's the thing. Like, I just wanted to even those numbers out. They, looked, uh, they look better to me now when I look at that. Yes. Much better. And that brings us to a total of 9.5 for our and, number two book of all time, Misery. And the community is, is on board with this. They gave it a nine as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think it good reason, honestly. I, I love that oh, book. Yeah. Yes, such a great book, such a great movie adaptation. I mean, mm -hmm. Kathy Bates, holy Brilliant. cow. Brilliant. She's so yes, good. She's amazing. I do wish that they would have had a police officer being, you know, run over by the lawnmower a little bit more viciously. Yeah, I, I would have. There's a couple of, like, real good things from the book that I wish, like, they would have brought in. But also, I imagine that, um, oh, what's Jess's dad's name again? Um, Rob Reiner. I imagine mm -hmm. Rob Reiner was not trying to make a gory movie. He was trying no, to make a he trying he's to trying make to make a psychological suspense. Yes. Yeah. Uh and which he did brilliantly. Yes, he uh, did. That is actually um I don't know if we've talked I'm sure we talked about this in the first couple episodes, but uh Misery the movie is actually the reason why all of this started. Um, it is which is fun. Uh, when I was younger, that was a movie my mom and I had watched together and Kathy Bates, just her performance in it kind of like me as like 12 year olds, like this scared the ever living daylights out of me. <laughs> and, uh, 
it was just something that I'd always remembered and thought of just because of how good it was. And it gave me like just, you know, you, you watch a woman break a guy's ankles with a sledgehammer and you remember it for a while. Um, oh, yes, you do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, spoilers for the movie, I should say, before I say all that. Um, oh, whoops. <laughs> I mean, but, it's it's a 30-year-old movie. I feel like maybe... <laughs> we should be okay, hopefully. We should be okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, fast forward 20, what, not 20 years, like 15 years, and Kim and I are sitting there one day, and we're talking about just different things, and she brings up Stephen King, and I was like, oh, I've never really, I've never read any of his stuff, but I have seen Shocking. the movie uh, Misery. And then we started talking about how there's a stage play of Misery, and we just gone on and on about the play Misery, and she was like, have you ever read the book? And I was like, no. Uh, and she So was I like, wouldn't talk any more about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have she to go like, read the book right now, and, and then so, we'll talk about it some more. Quite literally, we go to her house, and we go into her garage where she just has these bookcases, and she's like, here, take this copy. It's one I don't care about much of the seven copies I have, and uh, <laughs> I will, and uh, let me know. And so I read, like, the first, like, 20 pages, and I put it down, and I text her, and I'm like, hey, I think it'd be really cool if we did a podcast about just me and you like reading through the Stephen King books, especially since it'd be my first time. And I think that like, I don't know, I feel like it'd be interesting and people would care about like someone's first time reading the books that they've loved their whole life. Uh, and she was like, yeah, that does sound pretty cool. Uh, and here and, we are one year later. Yeah. And she was like, here's like, okay. She, Kim, the moment that I said anything though, Kim was like, all right, that does sound pretty cool next day she's like so i bought us an rss feed i looked into microphones here's what i think that we can do my husband oh yeah said and here's that, the art too <laughs> my husband said that he'd do the art give him like 25 more minutes to finish it he's working on it now i thought this would be cool as our logo i ordered this machine just so i could specifically start working on some merchandising <laughs> ideas and so just from there like you know now we uh, own empty theater productions and we're doing live streaming events and we are creating our podcast um, hopefully in, we're going to be creating more podcasts for all of you. Uh, and Misery is to thank for all of this. And more than Misery is you, uh, our listeners. So thank you so much for supporting. All righty. So that brings us to our most favorite book of dun, season dun, one. Dun, dun. The Gunslinger. Yay! I love The Gunslinger so much. It deserves so good every single ten. I will say, it might not deserve a ten in it factor as we've been doing through this because of I just don't. It's another gamble of if people are going to get into it. I do feel pretty confident though that if I recommended The Gunslinger to someone, it's because I know they're going to like it. Because it's not a book I'm going to throw out at, as a Steve-averse recommendation to everyone. You know what no, I mean? No, it's definitely not the it's not the first book I'm going to throw out for most people. But it is it, definitely one that I'm going to recommend. Once, once they've got their feet wet a little bit, I'm going to be like, okay, well, now that you've got a taste of that, let's go over here and read The Gunslinger. Because oh, this yeah, is, yeah. This That's is the, where you... The hook. Yes. I don't know that it is the initial hook, but it is such a great through line through everything. And so it's kind of it's kind of important in the whole Steveverse, which is why I cannot change my it factor because it just gives everything, not everything, so many other things another layer 
that you can't you can't have the Steveiverse without it. Well, and just also the history of the gunslinger of just this 19-year-old kid finding colored paper in his library to like start writing this novel that has become something that people waited 6 years of their life for is mm-hmm. just amazing. And like that's all a part of like for me just those are the types of story that give me like honestly hope about what we're creating and what we're putting out there just knowing that like we just got to keep creating things that we're passionate about that we love and it'll happen it'll uh, happen and so the gunslinger is going to stay number 1 on the list and with a solid 10 rating from both of us um i honestly cannot foresee a, a book beating it um just because i know myself <laughs> pretty well <laughs> right um, and I just know that, like, unless there is, like, going to be a Harry Potter 4 coming along the lines, like, Gunslinger is going to, like, stay up there for me. Um, I don't know. And, I'm, like, that's just saying, like, Goblet of Fire is easily the best Harry Potter book. But oh, it's yes. be- by far. It, and it's because it makes it, it goes from not a children's novel to a, this is a full-blown fantasy adventure. And it, And for me, I was 14, and so... It was just like, I don't know, book just, it, it's, yeah. It was life-changing for you. It truly was. I And like, mm-hmm. you know, I unless there is something that happens along the journey to the tower, which I know that there's going to be amazing moments on my journey to the tower, but unless there's like a legitimate life-changing moment along the tower, it's probably not going to beat the gunslinger because the gunslinger was a legitimate life-changing moment when we were reading through it. I loved it. Yes. It opened up my eyes for like, the ways that like one artist can create their like own things, and I loved yes. it so much. The community didn't love it quite as much as we did. <laughs> I mean, they they're entitled to their wrong opinions at eight point two. That's fine. I mean, they didn't That's hate fine. it. It's whatever. But... I don't care. <laughs> you um, know, it is. Definitely a fair rating, though. I mean, it's definitely... It it acknowledges it's in the upper echelon. You know, it's up there with Misery and The Stand uh, and Shawshank and everything. Um, And I just think uh, it is a lot of exposition and setup without telling you that it's exposition and setup. Yes. I do wonder, too, sometimes if I would like this novel as much if I knew that there wasn't other things that I get to read now I mean I guess that that is a valid point if if you didn't know that it was just the first chapter Mm -hmm. it's probably it would have much lower ratings yeah because as a standalone story it's 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 a good story but as a standalone story it's not a 10 as a standalone story, you'd get to the end. And if it was in my head, I'm imagining it's like a later situation, right? It's just a one-off mm-hmm. book that he put off. And it's just like, here's a fun little like spaghetti western I wrote. And in this situation, for some reason, he doesn't change anything. And you just read through it and it's just, the ending would be so frustrating. Like, yeah, yes, it would there's be. some really cool philosophical heady stuff about the universe. And I like, I read, I've read that a couple of times now. I'm not going to lie. Um but you know the would, nexus of size i yeah. <laughs> yeah it's still a mind-blowing concept it's great and so just 
I would still be a little frustrated. I'd be like, so what is all this? What's the point of all this then? He's just going to go sit on this beach now? And then I'd just, I guess, I don't know. It'd still be interesting because you could still let your mind wander into like what happened. Um, But I I don't think Gunslinger is going to move anytime soon. I don't think so either. Um, So just to reiterate, because we did have one little change up in all of that. Um, I am curious before we do anything, Kim. Did anything change the way that you thought it was? Or did I surprise you at all? No. Nope. I honestly kind of anticipated most of the changes you made. I don't think anything was weird or out of line on that. Yeah. I think most of the changes we made were really just to bring a lot more sense of unity to the overall ratings, in all honesty. I think so, too. Yeah. Um. And it, I do think it's fun to see, like, where some of our heads were at. Like, you know, obviously, when we finished later, we were all about the ghost light because we gave it a nine. Yeah, we, I know. We, it was we so were, crazy. Uh, which is just wild. Um, I mean, like, you know, if you haven't read later yet, I'm very sorry that we spoiled that for you. It's a major plot point, and it's very cool when the ghost light shows up. I'm still very sorry that we just said it again. So, just to reiterate the ratings, then, going... From 10th place to 1st place. In 10th place, we have Revival. In 9th place, we have The Body. In 8th place, Later. In 7th place, Eyes of the Dragon. In 6th place, Apt Pupil. In 8th place, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, no, that's not it. In in 5th place, (laughs) it just says that 8 next to it, so that's what I was looking at. In 5th place, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. In fourth place, The Breathing Method. In third place, The Stand. In second place, Misery. And in first place, our all-time favorite novel here at first time through New Eyes on Castle Rock, The Gunslinger, part one of the Dark Tower journey. And just to, like, top it off, just to, like, see how it compares immediately, here is the community rankings from... uh, 10th to 1st place. In 10th place, with no ratings, is Later. In 9th place, Revival. In 8th place, Eyes of the Dragon. In 7th place, The Breathing Method. In 6th place, The Gunslinger. (laughs) Immediately so different. In Mm -hmm. 5th place, Apt Pupil. In 4th place, The Stand. In 3rd place, Misery. In 2nd place, The Body. And in 1st place, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Um, so just immediately, just completely different. Uh, and what do you think of that, Kim? Like, how do you think that they compare? I mean, I, I understand why it is that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to go back to that misery stand by me and Shawshank Redemption are so memorable for the community at large because they're all really great stories and they all have really great movies attached to them. So that makes them stick out and they are more memorable when you are when you haven't maybe just read it. No, that makes sense to me too. And especially too, they're just gonna be something that those are stories you remember for the rest of your life so easily. Yes. Um so that is the ratings. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us as we went through uh, all of the ratings and everything. Um, this has been 
the finale that we wanted for season one, in all honesty, um, seasons wasn't something that we originally envisioned. It was just something that, you know, we, I have read a couple of books now by Stephen King, so I'm not, right. you know, a no. brand new eyes into this no more. I'm, I'm, I'm seasoned eyes. Yes. And so, and so I'm real excited to see where we go from here. We're changing and the title of the podcast starting in season two to first time through season dies. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Rock. That's not true. No, Please don't. No, we're put, not. That's not true don't, at all. It's a no, terrible we're not, we're not. name. We're <laughs> very happy with our name. Um, but we are going to be putting out some promos. We are going to be putting out um, some. Uh, we're going to be creating new intros, new outros. We have some new music that our uh, incredible music designer, Jason Rager, has been uh, creating for us. And it is phenomenal it's fantastic oh my gosh can't wait for you guys to hear it we've been getting some paid sponsors we're trying to create our own website and we have a lot a lot of things planned so that's why we separated season one from season two because it's gonna it's it's a whole new game for us we have a lot of stuff that we're going to be doing for all of uh you and frankly for all of us um and that's right. it's gonna be really good can't wait to have you guys back in a couple of weeks to see where things are in the new season and join us on September 9th as we open the second season of New Eyes on Castle... Our first time... We open the second season <laughs> of First Time Through New Eyes on Castle Rock with Mr. Mercedes, the first of the Bill Hodges trilogy. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Nice job. That was Woo. perfect. Otto, Kim, that was incredibly interesting. Great job today. If you would like to support First Time Through, you can follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, or send us an email at firsttimethroughpodcast at gmail.com. You can also become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash firsttimethrough to get exclusive early access, to get exclusive videos, and to become our exclusive friends. If that's interested to you. I'm interested. First Time Through, New Eyes on Castle Rock, is produced by Empty Theater Productions. It's created by Kim Payne and Otto Mullins. Editing by Otto Mullins. Music by Jason Rager. Art by Kurt Payne at Who Knew Art.